Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the FBL Hangover podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FBL related. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, this week, it's taken since game week one, but we finally have our first triple score and it's not me. I'm sorry, but it's my compatriot here. Is that a word, compatriot? I don't know. He's going to tell me. Seamus, how are you? Yes, it is a word, Jar. <laughs> it yes, is a it word? Is. Oh, thank God. And you know how many points you get for that in Scrabble? Not enough. Not 115 th- points. Yeah. That's how many points you get in Scrabble for that word. No. Um, which, coincidentally, is what I got this week. You did? I'm absolutely delighted. Delighted now. Um, Sitting there, beaming like he's got a uh, pocket full of cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was free hit central here at FBL Hangover Studios. The two of us went into this with what we, you know, is a one-week fucking wildcard. We're coming at it with what we think is going to get the most points, and Seamus absolutely cleaned up this week. He stuck with what I would call classic Seamus, white bread. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There's so much venom in me right now. You can probably hear my... Melodramatic enthusiasm. I'm just happy we recorded this, like, you know, now. If we did this immediately after the matches, this could be a lot more venomous. Yeah, I needed a bit of time to calm down. I did. Uh, just because of how things went this week. But would have made of, good uh, would have made good podcasting, though. Just maybe, to hear it be a bit of foul language in it. There still will be. Yeah, maybe, like, so for our live YouTube days to come, you know? It's yeah. like, that's what that was saved us, that bullshit for... But uh, no, look, let's get on to the, the, the nitty gritty side of it. You had a fantastic week, 115 points. How are you feeling? What are you getting? What's your rank? Buzzing, buzzing. Uh, we decided we were going to watch tonight's game. We we're going to watch the Spurs game, uh-huh. uh, the first game in a new stadium. I also wanted to make sure that I was not watching Chelsea because I know I watch Chelsea, especially if they have to keep a clean sheet. I seem to jinx them and I can't rely on them. So I just didn't want to be looking at that. I had two defenders in that. That came in. One of those was Azpilicueta, who scored. the. That was my luckiest points this week. I kind of felt like my luck was in this week when Azpilicueta got that goal, which was miles offside on Sunday. So I got, that's kind of when I knew I was down for a good week. That was the start of uh, my bitter spiral into, you know, anger and depression was when Azpilicueta got that goal. I went, after conceding. That was the worst. After time. conceding, yeah. If, if he had just maybe... If he was on for the clean sheet anyway, and uh, that would have been just a cherry on top, but yeah. the fact that uh, my hope had been raised just a little bit, it's like, okay, Chelsea have conceded, James Lassie double clean sheet in the first match. Um, now, as so long as... You had you had Kepa. So you had the one clean sheet. You decided to go differential by getting Crystal, double Crystal Palace. Yeah, I did. It's and a bold move and paid off in the first game week. It did. It paid off the way I wanted it to, in the sense that like I figured they'd keep a clean sheet for the first game and would... You know, probably not in the second game. I was just really relying on the likes of Chelsea and and Man City to concede in at least one game, and they didn't. And you might as well uh, tell us how that has affected your overall rank, Seamus. You know, triple digits. You went from where to where? Yeah, so 115. It was on a free hit, so there's no points hits or anything like that. So that's pure 115 points. Solid gold. That brings me up to a total score of 1930. Nice even number. And uh, my overall rank has jumped 30,000 places. So, you've last, had it. Yeah, yeah, I've had it. La- I mean, I have been dropping the last few weeks. It's been kind of fairly desperate. And 
think last week I remember saying was the second lowest my game week rank overall rank has been since the start of the season. Uh, I was down in ninety k somewhere like in game week eight, down to sixty one k last week. Now I'm just just inside the top thirty two k, so thirty one point nine. Okay, that's yeah, delighted. Good. And uh, the points, as you said, the main points, my biggest scores were from Laporte. Uh, double clean sheet got an assist today <laughs> bizarrely uh, got some bonus points uh, then I also had uh, Azpilicueta getting that goal and uh, clean sheet kept a clean sheet today uh, Smalling did absolutely nothing I don't know why I had Smalling in there instead of uh, having yeah. uh, one of those Crystal Palace defenders because in hindsight I had Schlupp on the bench and you kind of were guaranteed a goal uh, again, sorry, a clean, clean sheet, sheet against Huddersfield and Schlupp had such good attacking thread I don't know why I didn't just throw him in no I do and uh, before we break down the matches because we're going to have to go back and focus on these players a bit more individually and their teams and how that's kind of affected where they're going to stand in the remaining weeks but yeah I mean looking at my own team I got uh, an overall score of 86 which saw me drop down a whopping 600 places so bit of an, a bit of a non-week for me which is mildly frust- frustrating yeah. might add, come out you must be frustrated at that I mean to get a score of 86 and to see a red arrow I know this is what happens in the top 100,000 in yeah. these kind of weeks but still it's it's one of those situations where like I keep dragging trying to drag myself out of the negative mindset and look at it from an overall kind of uh, you know picture and go free hit I got 86 points I'm pretty happy as in like the decisions that I that went against, that I did wrong the ones I made wrong they were the likes of Laporte not getting Laporte in I thought it was a bit obvious and you know I'll get into that later on but basically yeah I'm like the players I wanted to do well did the likes of Milievich as you mentioned he got uh, he got that goal that penalty and uh, Rashford a couple of people I was worried about um, they kind of returned for me Hazard this evening returned for me so I'm on my team alone, I'm pretty happy in terms of with the 86 points. I'm not going to worry too much. My team is really well set up for the bank game week in 33. So I'm not going to freak out too much. I'll let it digest a bit more. But looking at the two of our teams and where the points came in and where the majority of the points came in for most people, I think it would only be fair to start with our captain. Yeah. And that was Sergio Aguero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden assist and some BPs in the first game. That got us uh, 10 points, doubles 20. And then we got a bit of a blow early on this week. Pep pretty much announced yesterday, the day before, that Aguero wasn't going to be... He went off in the 50. Yeah, he didn't make it to the 60 minutes. And, uh, yeah, Sterling then kind of looked like he was going to kind of go on and do bits. Um, But he also was dropped. I thought when Aguero was going to be uh, missing this game, he announced, I think it was on Tuesday, that he wasn't going to play tonight. Or or maybe Monday he announced he's not going to make the game. Uh, tonight here on Wednesday I thought that means okay Sterling's nailed but he went uh, up front with Jesus Sané and Maris, and Sterling didn't even step off the bench so I know like in one of my mini leagues that I was uh, playing catch up one that I'm sec well I was third in actually um, now up to second the leader of that league Captain Sterling so not a bad uh, move I mean I think Captain Sterling this week it was a bit of a coin toss between him and uh, Guerrero in general worked in game week 30 when he got that hat trick, you know, when yeah. everyone was looking at Aguero, and even myself thought Aguero was going to be the person to do bits that week, 
Sterling came out at trick. Sterling could have easily got a couple this this week. Yeah, but a big loss for those who triple captain Aguero. And you know, Steve Soros Rex in our own league, he would have been one of the few for us who would have seen a triple captain uh, Aguero kind of in our own mini leagues. But is it though? When you think back to game week twenty five and people had the triple captaincy on Sane getting triple one, mm. you know, would you not take thirty points over three? Well, Something. that's the question. What would you take? And I think I'm I'm looking at more of. You know, you were thinking after he had got that, you know, sec, you know, the second return in the first game, you're thinking, okay, he's going to, you know, he's on for big ass fucking points, and if he plays, it's such a nice fixture, Do you know. Yeah, I take I take thirty points easily. Be happy now with that. Um, thirty points from so ten points tripled. That's a good score to get tripled. It However, is, my whole thing is just like if you're missing the Cardiff match. Yeah, like, knowing like, yeah, knowing that there's a second game in a double game week, you're thinking there's more points in there. You're kind of going nice one. Could triple captain the, yeah, at time in that uh, first game of the, the week who were they playing Fulham yeah it was Fulham, yeah, Fulham yeah. Um, at halftime that game you were thinking I could be on for like 60 points That's here with triple captain but uh, just wasn't to be so bit disappointing but other players this game we picked up the mantle you know there was other big scores out there and who would be your second in line for commendation after double game week 32 uh, I wasn't expecting too much from him and after the first game we could after the first game of the week didn't look like he was going to do anything but Eden Hazard comes yeah. up there with nice 15 points um, so if you had decided to take, take a bit of a risk and go ahead and put your captain armband on him or even your triple captain on him that would have been 45 points for your cap- triple captain yeah he's almost the reverse of Aguero in the sense that managers would have been very upset at the one point return after his you know initial match this game week mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, a goal and assist inside in three minutes, something like that, wasn't it? It was crazy. It was like they were close. They yeah. were close. It was like really close, and he's gotten himself, yeah, fifteen points with the three bonus. You know, big difference, big, uh, big swing, and uh, they'll yeah, they'll be they'd definitely be the happiest of the chappies. Well, when he scores, he gets three bonus points. That seems to be even if it's just a penalty. Hazard seems to hoover up bonus. Um, so yeah that's what I was just, but he's just let managers down so many times this season myself included when I eventually caved and got him it was nice to get a bit of a reward from him to today but yeah I think uh, I don't know if I'll stick with him He's his head looks to be you know on the beach already he seems to be kind of looking to pastures new planning his next move Hazard is it yeah when he was when he was like warming up before he came on there on Sunday uh, they were showing him pictures of him warming up. He's laughing. He wasn't even paying attention to the match. He didn't seem bothered that he was dropped. He just that's you know, the he media, Seamus. Yeah, he's not. He's not going to win the league. He's just kind of like not. I just don't think he's arsed. And uh, I think you know you didn't can't f- rely on him to put in a performance any given week because it could just be a week he just doesn't fancy it. Yeah, but didn't fucking stop him this week. You know this match. So no. it's like that's why people get him in is because they know what someone of his talent is capable of. You know, FPL wise. And it has constantly been. Yeah, you got to look at the opposition um, they're playing. You know, their two fixtures this week were very, uh, were just amazing. I yeah. mean, that's why I went triple uh, Chelsea. I just didn't think that there was another far, like Higuain. Excuse me, but no interest in that guy, and he was even dropped for the second game. Yeah, he was. You know, but that's just was continues a team uh, throughout the season. You know, uh, throughout this game week, where a lot of double game week players that people you know picked on their free hit team or wild card or whatever they did were dropped for one of those games we mentioned but, Hazard we mentioned Higuain just there and we mentioned uh, Rash, Sterling yeah. and uh, and Aguero but you were just mentioning another man who was dropped yeah Mr. Marcus Rashford uh, he's uh, he was someone that we both took a 
I wouldn't say took a chance with this week. I think with the yellow flag, there was a little bit of uncertainty over him. But you know, there was there was uh, videos released of him training post or pre match, and you kind of knew okay, he's going to start. And with Lukaku's mm-hmm. knock, he was uh, definitely you know going to be up in the middle. So I think uh, I was happy to see a return from him. I was definitely happy to see United pick up picking up the points against Watford. Not so happy in the second game where continuing that fucking theme if we actually named our episodes every week or each week we could nearly name this whole episode uh, you know missed one played one and yeah. <laughs> that's just the first thing I thought man. I'll, I'll come up with some better before yeah you surely yeah. will well all three of my strikers um, only started one game well that's yeah that's gonna bring me to one of your strikers which was uh, Raul Jimenez mm-hmm. uh, delivered a 12 point return this week yeah, I was very happy with that because that was a player I had that you didn't have. Mm. Um, basically, I think uh, you you kind of seem to be kind of bringing it down to you had um, you didn't have Laporte and you went with that David Silva in midfield. So you were kind of comparing that I had Laporte over Silva, whereas I kind of see it that one of my attacking players was Jimenez. So Jimenez over Silva. So yeah. when Jimenez did the business last night, I was just saying, okay, well, as long as David Silva doesn't go crazy here tonight, I'll have made points. Didn't even start didn't even come off the bench so no one came off the fucking bench except Kyle Walker yeah. <laughs> Pep made no subs tonight yeah. uh, 19 minute substitution for Zinchenko I assume came off injured and uh, yeah Kyle Walker coming on and that was it no David Silva no Sterling no Aguero but Jimenez did get his 12 points uh, two assists against United uh, a controversial second one Controversial second one, especially considering the history of a sister season <laughs> in the FPL. And I know there's several uh, Twitter accounts out there who constantly bring that up to uh, to the official FPL Twitter account. Uh, there's still people going on about Sane's Sane, assist and yeah. I don't even know what game week it is, but that's I saw a lot of that this week. I think uh, it was game week 14 F- is what's is in it? my head. Yeah. Add official FPL. When are you going to award that Sani assist? Mm. I was like, just get over it. Get over it. I would like I'm I would have already been over this uh, Himnes. I thought Himnes should have got the assist. Um it was the way I look at it. I don't even want to dwell on this. There was a lot of people inflamed last night talking about it, but basically he's got the last touch of the ball. It's bouncing into the net. It's going in. Doesn't matter if it's going in at 100 miles an hour if it's going in at like one mile an hour it's definitely got enough on it to get over the line it's going in um, you know the Smalling doesn't kick it in or anything like that he falls and it hits his arm or hand so he could have saved it yeah but I mean that same would be like if I if Jimenez took that shot and it was going in and Smalling stood across to block it and couldn't stop it going in it hit off him and went in is that going to be an own goal I think that would be a goal I would kind of accept it it's not a goal because he doesn't really shoot. I guess you could say it's not technically a shot. And but he doesn't actually even make the pass because it's Phil Jones' knock. His well, clearance, he's you poor, couldn't you know. No, you, you could make the argument that he does move towards the ball. He's up in the air and he swings his leg, but you could be saying that's a natural movement. His leg is swinging that anyway. But We've I think, already got into this way too much. Uh, yeah. I don't give but a anyway, fuck. He got the damn I think, assist. I think he... I can see why it wasn't given as a goal, even though I think it probably should have just been given a as goal? a goal. A goal? Yeah. Get out of town. You yeah. just wanted to be I just the goal, so you anyway. the goal and small and wouldn't get his own but, goal. Yeah, um, I'll, you know, an assist I think is perfectly. I don't think you can just like not give an assist in that. Yeah, as I said, it's say, all about context no, of how many times I've seen them not given and given this season. I don't know any fucking more. Before it was like if you touched it last, it's an assist. Yeah, and now it's blah 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 kicks it off someone's let's, blah blah blah. It's like fuck off. Let's just leave it at that. The rules were used to be a lot more simple. And I used to know the rules for assists up to two seasons ago, and the last two seasons yeah. have just gone. 
mental so it's just hard to be certain of anything i look at it now and kind of go god i only wonder what's going on here with this is is this a goal is this an assist and to be fair it makes it a little bit more entertaining and he did get the assist in the end even though it took a bit of time and that brought him to 12 because he got three bonus points and he was he was he was on for three bonus if he was getting that or not though he was um he was going to be on nine points um fair enough he just he had a superb game he actually played through uh i think it was cavaliero at the very end who smashed off the bar that would have been another assist so i mean yeah well, i'm a united fan so i was happy they missed and then i realized it was about 90 seconds left in the game and might as well have just scored it because well at the same time you're kind of thinking maybe you know chris Molling got the other end and, and get a goal but look didn't happen i was blinded by my united allegiance and went in with triple united rashford unlucky he didn't play i already said smalling was a waste of time um don't know why i went with him don't know why i went with any united defender um i should have just went with chris yeah, Palace. I agree. and uh yeah the other one that i haven't mentioned was paul pogba who was anonymous this game week yeah definitely worth a mention uh for his sheer lack of fucking significance um yeah was an absolute like non-existent player uh mm. in the second game i didn't see the first game but he returned fuck all um yeah uh people have wisely you know have said before this game we kicked off that they're not entirely convinced with Pogba even for future wild cards future double game weeks because you know they do have a double game week in was it 25 yep yeah they're playing Everton and Man City and uh yeah people have talked about not even considering Pogba and after this week's performance performances um I'm not entirely convinced myself anymore I don't know what that means in general my life is an absolute <laughs> disarray right now but um, yeah I, he I'd was agree. shit I'd agree I don't think um, I'm convinced I think when I'm uh, I think when I'm going to play my wild cards and the plan is for game week 34 I don't think Pogba's going to be in it now that could be risky because that's a home game against West Ham I just don't see him having a, a, a part of my team really uh, it will all depend on the players around him I think I c- at the end of the day yeah, you'll I'm- be looking at all the ones you want and if you have the money and you want to upgrade a fifth fourth fifth midfielder or you know something then Papa might there's a lot of toss. budget in him he's yeah. he just again he's another like Hazard who seems to have his head turned there's talk of him being uh, wanting to go to Real Madrid now as well he made a comment during the that he made a comment like last week saying uh, oh of course it would be a dream to play for Zidane at Real Madrid Oh, well, yeah, like um, no, so yeah apparently said that Solskjaer came out and said oh it was nothing and he spoke to the player and he's committed to United but like why the hell did you say that in the first place that's when Anything, I heard that I was not happy I literally shit more significant things out of my asshole every morning than what Pogba says and I disagree you haven't seen <laughs> you haven't seen what I shit out anymore Seamus I've lived stopped with accepting you. my packages <laughs> uh, no I've lived with you and I may, may, maybe don't see it but I I smell it. You still remember it. It's, yeah. it's your still it's, haunts my dreams. It's your nam. But uh yeah, so we've pretty much covered United there. I think you know, we talked about Small and there was another player here for United this week that people would have jumped on defenders wise. There was a well, obviously there was a couple. You had your Lindelofs, your Ashley Youngs and your Luke Shaws. Lindelof obviously didn't return shit, neither no clean sheets. Um did, but, you, did you see the mental behaviour that was going on in the FPL community um on Twitter? I did. I in didn't. the build up to the game, where people were like following his missus's, his Instagram wife who was pages. pregnant, her Instagram page yeah. to see where she was going out for lunch, how many people were sitting out at lunch. Does that mean Lindelof is, or 
Victor pretty, is with her it's, and things like that. Yeah, I saw it. Pretty embarrassing stuff. <laughs> you know, I was, it was like a bit over the top. Uh, but like at the same time, I was going, "This is crazy." But I was like, "It is interesting to know, though." <laughs> oh yeah, it's fine if you're flicking through a Twitter timeline, but it's the sad bastards that go out of their way to actually do something for a Twitter post in terms of. Yeah. I did this, blah blah blah. I was like, "Oh really?" So I can laugh and chuckle, but you've actually taken yeah. more than five minutes of your day to consider this. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, uh, I had no interest in that. Like, like. I, I remember kind of going huh that's kind of interesting yeah. but it was not worth the, the amount of time that somebody and effort that somebody took it's to go through so much uh, and I get it but it did mean want. it did mean that when the, the only thing that was actually more meaningful than that and there was a lot but the one thing that was more meaningful was the fact that Lindelof wasn't on the team bus on Friday night uh, before the game so yeah. I was like oh so there's a good chance he isn't there so that's what made me switch from Lindelof to Smalling because I had that extra bit in the bank. I didn't actually even use up all my budget this week. I had that extra bit of budget to move Rashford or Jimenez. No, actually just Rashford up to Higuain if I wanted to. No yeah. interest in that. I was I was much happier with the double Chelsea defence. Yeah. Um, and I was glad at the last minute I went with Aspilicueta instead of Louise because of that goal. So that, like, a lot of these marginal decisions I had by going for Laporte over... Um, David Silva who I was also looking at or Bernardo Silva who was looking at less of um, that paid off as Piliqueta over um, what's his face paid off Rudiger Rudiger no as Piliqueta over Louise yeah. and I Either went are. yeah and I went uh, the other one when I was looking at Laporte was I was thinking maybe I would go with Ederson in case Laporte is yeah. rotated and go with uh, two Chelsea defenders instead of Kepa but it all it, it all worked out because you know for you yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had all the same decisions and I fucked about and flapped about with Aspilicueta and Laporte and Ederson and Kepa and I was point one from having uh, literally point one from having basically exactly what I wanted which would have been either double Chelsea or double City and uh, I can't remember anymore what my midfield would have been in terms of I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have had uh, like a fifth I played five across midfield this week so I wouldn't have had five uh, but either way it just saved me it's impossible to recall that we, I, if you did yeah. half as many transfers in the last week as I did then there were so many ins and outs in that team mm. it's going to trying to recall at one stage what team did I have that's going to be impossible I would like to to pretend I did a lot of transfers but I literally looked at my team for probably about an hour on the, on the, <laughs> on the Thursday night because I knew I mean when I said look at my team that's actually log on make some transfers and have a look at percentages percentages but I've been listening to podcasts all week and, and yeah. reading Fancy Scout and do you know what I mean like yeah. keeping on top of shit but uh, so I spent an hour on my team on Thursday the birthday night was Friday and uh, yeah Saturday waking up before that deadline that was pretty fucking tough just to make sure give my team the once over yeah. making sure I didn't make any stupid decisions and you almost finished your birthday was Saturday but right yeah. happy birthday thank you but you almost finished your birthday ahead of me two, two, points. two points between mm-hmm. us on your birthday now that's opened significantly in the last few games especially t- tonight really did all the damage which is why I didn't focus on it yeah. <laughs> but uh, Saturday you I would have liked to give you that birthday present because you would have went ahead for Christmas and then ahead for your birthday yeah. that would have been nice of me it would have been so gracious of you yeah the only, only gift you'll get off me uh, <laughs> damn right but you know what uh, it was uh, was not a bad team it's just the marginal calls were. the one marginal call we got right was to go with uh, Milievich he was and that is definitely one of my highlights of this week I mean don't get me wrong again I think compared to the shining light of your 115 points I'm definitely feeling the the, the bitterness inside in that shadow but 
there's plenty of positives and we've mentioned a few of them but yeah Milievic is that what did he get in the end like I think he got 11 points 11 points it was, 9 and 2 yeah what made it what made it so satisfying was a lot of people online in the FPL community on Twitter again were kind of saying Everywhere. that that's a terrible decision why would you go for Milievic you're just relying on a penalty he's like yeah you're relying on a penalty pretty much I mean he does take free kicks and he can score from distance and he takes corners and things like that as well but he does take penalties and that's a big thing to factor in yeah. I mean that, that's a factor when you're thinking of getting in someone like Aguero or Harry Kane you realise they're on penalties but as well as that Crystal Palace get a fuck ton of penalties mm. and yeah I mean Zaha was a big risk it didn't look like he was going to be playing um, him and Wan-Bissaka were kind of touted as touch and go uh, which is a reason why I didn't go for um, Zaha actually Zaha was somebody I was really interested in didn't go for him I could have went because of the injury doubt I was going to go for Batshuayi that was another marginal was call big, I got wrong. yeah, yeah I, I was going to go for, instead of Milievic um, and Rashford I was going to go with Martial and Batshuayi so I made the right call there um, yeah Batshuayi did nothing he did nothing and he was someone I definitely saw popping up quite a bit especially in template teams coming up to uh, to the deadline in game week 32 but you mentioned uh, Martial there and he's someone that we talked about last week and I believe uh, Conk in the uh, FPL Twitter sphere he's reached out he reached out and we, we had a bit of a chat with him and there was definitely a you know a bit of a punt element to Martial this week or Tony as you call him but he fucking banged in the goal and I think he's just like Milovic. He's he was sitting in te- people's teams going he's a he's a differential and he could have scored more he got a knock uh, in the first game against Watford uh, so that's the reason why he didn't start he had enough like according to Ole he had enough to come off the bench in the second game but didn't want to be starting him and risking him so yeah, that was unfortunate off. yeah he limped off so I mean that could have been more had he not got that kick but he still returned his owners a good 11 or 12 points that's the thing you know it's like you're happy if you've done that uh, as oh, with Milievich and yeah the backlash against him as a valid option I don't know it seems a little bit melodramatic yeah, I think there's not a whole lot of other players in his price in his price point especially if you consider that Wolves were at risk of rotation and were against uh, Man United so yeah. there's mean, not a whole lot of players I liked Milievic I mean if I had less money mm. to spend in that position in my team I would like the likes of Delefeu was a good option now he didn't do anything this I mean Watford won 4-1 yesterday and Delefeu didn't do anything which was yeah. kind of a bit shocking but uh, Decore turns yeah. out Decore was yeah. the guy we should have went for or even Will Hughes both of those guys uh, got goals Decore in both matches and Will Hughes a goal and assist there was a goal and two assists yesterday the boat were among the big point scorers big top top uh, top end but Martial and Milijevic you would have been more confident than those guys yeah for sure and I think looking forward to game week 33 <laughs> yeah well see I'm trying to resist having to look at what my team is going to be like for 33 because it's just reverting to the dross that was there in game week 31 where I scored 24 points and I don't want to think, I don't want to look at that team again. I'm still out with those guys, and now they're all back in my team. And like, what about all those guys who scored all the points this week? I want to, I want to stay with these guys a bit longer. Yeah, and I don't blame you, especially considering you're going into game week 33 without Sadio Mane. Yeah, which is definitely going to be putting the shits up you a little bit. I'd, I'd imagine, especially considering how I went. Like we talk, we didn't talk about the Liverpool Spurs match, but uh, it, Salah did, re- you know, outscore Mane in that match for the first time in something like nine game weeks. Yeah, I heard that stat as well. It was the first in nine. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you must be thinking, 
against Southampton, how confident are you in Salah? I'm not confident at all because he's done dick all in the last whatever many weeks. Um, I there's a still a good chance he's going to get my armband. Mm. You know, if I don't give it to him, I've got to give it to someone like Wilson or um, Hazard. One of those two. I don't really want to give it to Hazard. At least Hazard banged in some goal a goal last week. So yeah, West Ham look on the beach right now. So that Chelsea game could be a good option, but they do have a tendency to lift their game when they're playing the big boys. So, you know, Chelsea would be a derby and uh, London derby. So, yeah, I guess that could be a risk. I might do that one. What one? Hazard in, as my captain instead of Salah. Are you um, serious? But if, I had, if I had Hazard and Salah, which you do, I'd be much more confident in Manny. He's against his old club. If you had Manny and Salah. So, well, Manny and Salah. Sorry, excuse me. You're right. Manny and Salah, I would go for Manny as my captain because he's against his old club and I know he's not that great away from home but he scored in the last away game and yeah I'm not confident in Salah at all I think Salah is going to be coming out my game with 34 wildcard I just can't I don't know I, I, I can't bear him anymore yeah. too much too expensive yeah I think it just depends you can um, cover him with Manny we were saying uh, laughing earlier in the season yeah, remember those people who said you could cover Manny with Salah and then what eight weeks later Manny he's just kind of sucked the finger up at us and said well actually you can I don't know I think at the end of the season I mean do you know what to be honest with you you're probably right because I mean it's getting to the stage right now where there's what four or five ga- game weeks left a couple of double game weeks I don't know what Salah can do much you know like how much of damage he can do in the next couple of game weeks to justify the diff- the price difference between the two of those if you had started with Mane at the start of the season instead of Salah yeah, it's and refused to Yeah, I mean don't get me wrong there was those periods, especially when you got rid of Salah, <laughs> when he just went on a yeah. crazy run. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you're looking at this from a whole season's perspective. And if you can look back and go, hold on a minute, man, I got such and such a points where 9.5 million and, and Salah got, you know, this much more, slightly more, maybe the same, maybe slightly less for fucking 4 million more. That's nearly an extra player. Well, he's <laughs> he's still the top point scorer in the game, Salah. So yeah, it's the thing. He's, yeah. you know, but it's his price. I mean, having him means you have to have someone like Millie. Well, bad example, Millie Havic yeah. is playing the points. So, but you have to have a six million player in midfield. Whereas if you didn't have him, you could maybe have Mane and Son. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say I want to go without him when you see them playing Cardiff in game week 35 and Huddersfield in 36. But, you know, Mane also has those fixtures, so... That's very, very true. And, um, you know, we've talked about Liverpool. They they did uh, pretty decent against Spurs. They got their lucky little uh, last-minute on goal. Yeah. Actually, talking about Spurs, uh, or the Spurs-Liverpool game, Yeah. Uh, Robertson got an assist and man of the match in that. He got the three bonus. He did. Salah got the assist. And Pereira got uh, and it's like did he get three bonus points or two bonus? Points? He got, he eight, got points. eight points in total. Yeah, so like my actual not pre free hit team was actually doing really well, and it was quite sickening to see uh, all these points racking up because especially until, the Pereira one. Because I mean, you've got him in since you've got him in. You're shaking your head there. I can see the, yeah. the anger in you. Since you got him in. He did sweet fuck all. Yeah. And then the one week you transfer out for a free year because you're back with him next week, he gets eight points. I said it. I was there and uh, the games were about 10 minutes in. Um, and were Leicester 1-0 up at that stage? I, I think know. they were. Uh, but the, it was about 10 minutes into the Leicester game. And 
I heard on the radio Pereira had a great chance or something like that and I was like you know what Pereira is definitely going to keep a clean sheet this week because I got rid of him and not just me I knew I knew a lot a lot of people would have used a free hit this week and no one would have had him in uh, if they're using that so I was like you know what this is definitely going to be weak he's going to keep a clean sheet probably score a goal or get an assist get some bonus points um, just to piss us all off and he, he didn't did. get the goal but he got the clean sheet so and the bonus points and he got some bonus points as well so yeah, yeah it's uh, not very surprised at that that just seems to be what's happening this season Everton keeping another clean sheet as well but that's their fourth in five since I got rid of Dinya yeah no I mean those two like that it's insane imagine like you're already at 30,000 so imagine those like they're all the little differences you think to yourself you know when you want to wallow in fucking what could have been it's the likes of the Dinia move and I mean when you made that move and with Captain Hindsight firmly in your back pocket mm. you still made the right move do you yeah, get me and in, like, the move, it's like poker you know the right call uh, if the cards beat you you get beat you know what I mean it's like you you still will make that you should make that decision a hundred times out of a hundred you know Yeah. and I think you did that with Inia and he did get a clean sheet but before we move up Pereira you're definitely not going to be disappointed to have him in your team this game week you know a nice no. fixture against Huddersfield I think Leicester assets that have been hanging about the likes of your Vardy's your Madison's your your uh, Pereira's they're all going to be Chilwells, well worth considering yeah. your Chilwell's but there's another player that I'm sure we'll come back to later on tonight before the podcast is over. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. T elements. He's been tipping away now this season, or uh, you know the last couple of game weeks <laughs> since uh, he's gone on loan. Yeah, I've uh, I actually have him in my draft team, so I'm also playing draft. What's here. draft? Ah, you know draft. It's in a point, isn't it? Uh, we we did it last year. We we haven't got one going this uh, this week no. uh, this season. But um, yeah, I joined the draft league there after about like game week eight with a bunch of lads from Twitter. Um, started off dreadfully, <laughs> like mm-hmm. lost my first six weeks in a row, but I'm catching up a bit now. Uh, a good team going, and that got like over ninety points this week as well. Yeah, that's so crazy. I had like from a, a non free hit. That's just a draft team, no captains or anything. So delighted with that. But I have Tielmans the last uh, I don't know how many weeks, and he's been killing for me. He's actually been very good. He's looked. He's just passed the eye test. Anytime I watched him. And he has well, he looks quality. one goal and four assists in his last five weeks. He's attacking returns every week for the last five weeks. Yeah, which is know? crazy. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's definitely somebody who I think provides a, a good alternative to someone like Madison. Yeah. Um, and and anyone, somebody, like, sorry to cut across your chance, but like okay. anyone like looking at getting rid of Anderson that we already mentioned this week, because he doesn't look like he's even going to play this week. Yeah, he's the he, obvious kind of, if you've got you know, one, one free transfer, you know, can you do something with Anderson and actually let me ask you something like how much money do you have in the bank I just looked at mine I've got like nearly 3 million in the bank or something like that I can't even remember how I got that I think I sold sterling or something I think I have 0.2 in the bank oh you've only 0.2 yeah. I have like 3 million in the bank I could probably turn Anderson into Mane or something like that well I can't because I've got 3 Liverpool you do you motherfucker yeah no you can't do that that's why I got Mane in <laughs> <laughs> it was like I don't even like I if you didn't if you could have got Mane in and I thought that was an option I would have probably been stubborn you know, I'd have probably went, nah, fuck you. Like Laporte this week. Yeah. I knew you had Laporte. I thought he was the obvious uh, third option for City. But he was I was the like, safest defender. He, yeah, he was the safest. He was back. He had had a rest, so he was probably going to play the two. Uh, not had a rest. He was probably injured or whatever the fuck. But, like, you know, he didn't play the ones before. Yeah. So it was like... He was fresh. He was fresh. And I was like, yeah, he's the... He's in everyone's template. Mane... 
you know, if you, if you, as I said, if you had been getting them in, I'd have probably just been a bit of a jackass about it and said no. But the fact that you were stuck to, you know, the two Liverpool defenders is like, yeah, fuck it, I'm definitely. Yeah, you know, it. you have a ready-made differential there. Yeah. Yeah, and he's going to be clambering for the the armband this week, you know. And are you? So is that where you're going to be making your free transfer, Anderson? We were talking about Anderson before we were talking about Manny. Yeah. Um, is that the your transfer? See, I'm kind of a bit handicapped again there because you can say that again. I've because <laughs> yeah. I've got no keeper, so I'm handless. Yeah. I've no uh, I've no gloves. I need to find a safe pair of gloves for goals. Uh, I have eleven outfield players. I think I even have a player on the bench that I can play possibly, but uh, I need to find a goalkeeper oh so you're gonna so I'm probably stuck with uh, Anderson I'll have to check my team again I'll actually maybe I only have 10 outfield players and I, I'm going to be playing with 9 if but that's the case then maybe I'll just get rid of Anderson so do I get rid of Anderson or do I find a new keeper well talking about the keepers wise like you mentioned before we started recording that like you had been looking at Parrish and he was a bit of a shock uh, you know dropped this yeah, week bad in- time to be dropped from the team because like they have a lovely fixture here in 30 I mean I know I'm going to be wildcarding in 34 so whoever I get this week in any position is a free, free a, yeah. yeah so it's um yeah I was looking at Barch Barch is now dropped and Begovic played the weekend but I don't know Begovic was kind of a no he wasn't a fault per se for Vardy's goal the last goal but he kind of came out to punch it and he was beaten to the ball by Vardy who knocked it in so maybe Begovic will be dropped again but I don't know That's- it's yeah, it's it's something you're gonna have to consider. And I can't I, go for either of them now. So, and that was the that was the most obvious clean sheet there. Unless I might go, I might go Kepa against West Ham. Yeah, I mean, if you have the cash, you have a shit ton. Yeah, I've got Pereira in gold, so I think Schmeichel's a bit too too risky. I obviously can't go for Liverpool because I already have that. I could go for Newcastle against Crystal Palace, but Crystal Palace are in form now, so I might just. Well, that's what I was going to say. Would you go with Crystal Palace or Newcastle? You know, because I think they're both uh, on for a potential clean sheet this week. Uh, I can see that being yeah, a low-scoring game. Newcastle have some good games left. I can see. Can I see Crystal Palace winning that game? I don't know. I just I thought they. I thought they gave a good show in there at the weekend. I know they were playing. Who was it? Huddersfield? Chris Bass, yeah. It's a hard it. thing to judge him on. But look, looking at game week 33, we've left out a team. We've left out a, a couple of teams, and that's Arsenal and Everton. They have a match this game week. And uh, Arsenal came out of game week 32. They only had a single fixture against... Uh, who was it against? Uh, Newcastle? Arsenal? Yeah, it was against Newcastle. 2-0. 2-0. Klasnic getting himself. Because I think, you know... Uh, outside of Lacazette and Bamiang, as we mentioned last week, Klasnich is probably the most He picked up a clean sheet, yellow card, five points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Lacazette and Bamiang, they both, uh, they both made. Uh, yeah, they're about to start a lovely run of fixtures. So when I'm activating my wildcard team, there's going to be Arsenal players in it. However, I don't know if I want to put all the money into Bamiang. This is quite expensive. I kind of like the look of Leno at the moment. Yeah, well, that's what made me think of Arsenal when you don't have yeah. your keeper. I think Leno could be in a good option, but I don't like uh, Arsenal away. So if I'm getting him in, it's not going to be this weekend. Like that might happen in game week 35, or sorry, 34 possibly. But game week 33, no. Nah. I mean Everton again. They've been playing. They looked really. I mean West Ham. I said it before. We said it in a couple of previous episodes. They're on the beach. They were rubbish from what I saw in match today. I didn't watch the match now, so maybe there were people out there could say Look, they were actually better than that. But like Richarlison looked like a world beater again all of a sudden. Um, 
you know they could have had that game could have been easily 4-0 to Everton um, Bernard got his first Premier League goal uh, Calvert-Lewin looks much better up front than, uh, than Richarlison Richarlison looks better behind the line Everton are no pushers there anymore as I said four clean sheets in the last five games Arsenal's away record is very poor that could be that could be a draw that yeah. could be an Everton win yeah. see the only thing with Everton is like they have that tough one this week against Arsenal then they have a lovely one against Fulham and then they've got a home match against Man United and I mean we've talked about it before they've been going through this phase this is the second time this season where their fixtures are rotating between favourable and disgusting yeah. and uh you know, that doesn't seem to change until game week 36, you know, when they have Crystal Palace and Burnley, and I'm not even 100% sure who they're playing in game week 38. Yeah, I'm not sure who they're playing in game week 38 but, as well, but I couldn't, re- I wouldn't recommend any Everton ass- assets as well, uh, even though they have picked up, because they could just switch back like that and be terrible. Um, that seems to happen. They go on a run, I get impressed and go, I'm going to get them in. They play terrible for a while. Yeah, um, they play terrible, you get them out and they play yeah, well They're again. a bit streaky. <laughs> they're not reliable. They're like West Ham. Um, and they're also like Bournemouth and Burnley <laughs> another fixture in game week uh, in the blank game week 33 and uh, that's going to be one I think is going to be interesting we've talked about how Burnley need to be winning their next uh, few games they're still very much in that relegation dogfight mm-hmm. they've got Bournemouth coming up this week um, and Cardiff the week after so they'll definitely be trying to take six points from both those games um, I, how do you see the burnley Bournemouth match going? Well, Bourne, uh, not Bournemouth, but uh, Burnley's game week 34 game against Cardiff is the big game for them. Um, wouldn't be, I mean, you're not expecting too much from after that. They kind of need to pick up points in this. I think they'd be happy with a point against Bourne, uh, Bournemouth, but that Cardiff game is a big one because there's, I think, five points between them. They're on 33 points. Cardiff are on 28, who were screwed out of it the weekend. Let's, let's be honest with that offside goal. Yeah. Um, five points is quite a lot that's a must not lose as long as they don't lose that I think they're going to be safe um, so I think they're going to focus on that I think I think they'll be focusing on each game as it comes I think they'll definitely yeah, be that, at Bournemouth every that's, the, that's, that's what they'll say and he'll definitely have them focused for Bournemouth at the weekend but Eddie Howe was pretty disgusted with Bournemouth's performance and I mean they had our, they did okay in the first half um, but they were very poor at the weekend and he kind of came out pretty much and said so I mean he didn't throw his players under the bus but it's very rare for him not to come out and kind of back his players he came out and said we weren't good enough we didn't deserve anything from the game and yeah Callum Wilson missed a sitter um, Schmeichel made a brilliant save if it wasn't for that but you're going to be looking at assets from this match yeah well I think I think there'll be a reaction that's my point I think there will be a reaction from Bournemouth this weekend so I'm kind of happy to have still have Fraser and Wilson in that regard Burnley again are terrible defensively and I think they could they could no rip into for, him no love for Ashley Burns mm, I have in my team um, I just think that Ashley Burns game of 34 fixture against Cardiff is where he might do it I mean if if they do score I reckon it would be Barnes involved or McNeil that McNeil young fella is looking very good I'm, I've got my eye on him already for next season yeah goal assist or something the last couple of game weeks he's, t- he's been picking back up again especially considering the price point is pretty damn low Dwight McNeil I believe is his name Dwight McNeil yeah mm. I think um, next year he could be a, a bit of a a bit of a Ryan Fraser kind of player we'll see where where Burley are next year they might leave that's true year. yeah they mightn't even be lucky enough to feature on this podcast that's good. That's, <laughs> that's an excellent point if they lose and who are Cardiff playing or oh, Cardiff have blanked this week but if Cardiff beat Burnley and Brighton in their next two 
they've got a real chance but mm. those are big ifs they are big ifs and speaking of ifs and ands I think it brings us to our hot shots and puck fathers. and uh, last week Seamus I think just you know in general you nailed it all around 115 points I'm going to mention it again you know I wish it was sarcastically but it's not <laughs> and uh, you also dominated in the uh, the hot shots and uh, how did you get on yeah I had the advantage of going first so I went with you know uh, Con Aguero Mr. Aguero yeah didn't get uh, the full game uh, second game didn't get the full six, didn't even get 60 minutes the first game but he came out with 10 points in that so happy days uh, you went with Sterling I think which was an obvious kind of uh, counter move rebuttal yeah um, so yeah unfortunately that that didn't work out at all um, yeah and I fancied Hazard as my second pick um, who did the business and I didn't start the first one um, but did the business tonight with 15 points overall the game so 25 points for me and your second pick was the piss poor Pogba Alliteration. Yeah, I like it. Piss poor Pogba. That's yeah. almost like he was christened it. Yeah, 25 points to 7. So, yeah, look, I mean, we all had those four players in our team this week. Uh, that was the template midfield. If you do, if you use your free hit or if you're building towards it. Pogba, Hazard, Sterling and Aguero up front. Yeah. Then choose your strikers. So we all had those four. Just so happens that the ones I picked... <laughs> Worked out much better than yours this week. But uh But the, the Puck Fadas. The Puck Fadas was a much closer affair. A bit more interesting. Both our assets came in. We both chose double gaming players, both with less than five percent ownership, which and? is the rules. Um I went with Martial. Got himself a goal in the first game. Uh he came out with did he, can you check there? He came out with ten or eleven points. He came out with several points. Yeah, he got a goal in the first game. Mm-hmm. That's a bonus. And you picked Troy Dini, who got a goal in the second game and just double check it there now 10 points for Martial a 9 and a 1 came off the bench in the second one and Troy Deeney I believe is it 8 or 9 he got a goal anyway but he uh, was taken out of the bonus in well the there was talk game. like we, we mentioned Conte a while ago and he was like when we talked about Martial and he brought up the whole you know Deeney as a as a potential um, that's because you inceptioning him there and putting people onto Deeney in, on the pod last week now I wanted to fight that a whole lot more but after you got the uh, the Delefeu hat-trick right there a couple weeks ago I was like maybe I won't say anything and look if you went with him last uh, this week he would have got you 9 points which is more than Rashford would have got you so uh, I hope any of you listening there might have uh, decided to punt on, uh, on on Dini or Martial and hopefully that paid off yeah they both did they both did pay it off and let's hope this week's ones pay off but I step up to the plate first mm-hmm. and I have the first pick and uh, who was my first pick this week? It was a Mr. Mo Salah. I know, we've been bitching about him. Uh, it's it's non-stop right now. But as we've already discussed, I'm a stubborn motherfucker when it comes to <laughs> FPL players with a proven, you know, kind of history. And uh, I think Salah, yeah, fuck it, I'm going with him. And, and you know what, I, I taught it up there recently. Um, you're beating me 16 to 9. On these picks for the season so far, we started it a bit late and we've had a couple of draws Not as well. Not that late. I think we started in game week five or something like that. Game week one and a half. I <laughs> know, it was game week five and we had uh, a couple of draws there as well. I think it's 16-9, you're beating me on these, uh, um, what do we call them? Hot shots. Hot shots. I keep I keep thinking heavy hitters. Hot shots. And is heavy hitters already a thing? I don't know. It probably is. Probably is. That's probably mm. what it's in my head. Mm. Um, and you've picked Salah 
quite a bit more than I have, which is probably why you're winning 16-9. So, look, I can't dispute that. Now, had I had first pick this week, I would have went with my my pick, which was Mane. So, yeah. So, you already got your first pick anyway. Yeah. Uh, I, I just uh, more confident Mane against his former team, Southampton. Much, much better form. Salah doesn't look on it. I don't... Even if Salah gets a goal, I don't expect to see a massive haul. He needs But penalties. you expect it from Mane? Yeah. Mane's matching for goals this season yeah. in the Premier League. I don't know. I think your grass is greener, eyes are on, you know, your sunglasses are on firmly there because you can't have Mane. Yeah, maybe. Life. Could be that. And we that's uh, that's been the case a lot of the time when I'm doing these uh, these picks each week. So those but, are mine. And uh, your second pick, we went with somebody who had a very good week this week. He has. And he has... He's your favourite player of all time, I believe. You've mentioned it many times across many podcasts, and I don't think we'll ever stop talking about him. Mr. Eden Hazard. The Enigma. The Enigma. Eden. Yeah. Enigma, Eden Hazard. Look, he's got a lovely home fixture against uh, fucking West Ham, as you constantly bring up, you know, bring up there on this... Descent. Descent. They're in their sandals. They're in the sandals. This could go (laughs) anyway, because we don't know what West Ham team could turn up, and we don't know what type of Eden Hazard or Chelsea team could turn up. But he's as definitely worth a shot. As it's at the bridge, <laughs> I would be inclined to back uh, Hazard. I don't even know if I... He's not in my team. Is he in my team? In your... He is, yeah. Oh, he's for, in my team. Yeah, yeah, oh, he the, is, because yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of captaining him. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'll probably just throw the armband on him, I'm thinking. Yeah, because um, you know it's definitely a shout, but you would throw the could, armband on, on Hazard before Salah, is what you're saying. Well, Hazard's got penalties. There is yeah, that. And Salah, you know, could have penalties. <laughs> could yeah he could he could but yeah I don't know I think I I think I may throw it on him I'm kind of leaning towards that now just because it's at Stamford Bridge I don't feel very confident about it but I just think West Ham are so out of shape that I don't think they can just turn it back on like that and put in a good performance out of nowhere so yeah that's a great pick I think um, then for my pick I basically had to choose between Jamie Vardy or Wilson those were the two I was kind of uh, thinking about Jamie Vardy against uh Huddersfield. I went with Wilson though at home to Burnley because as I said I think there will be a big reaction to that defeat. They're a much stronger team Bournemouth when they're playing at home. Burnley are not great in great shape at all at the minute. I know they won at the weekend but uh, I think Bournemouth win that game by a couple of goals. Fair enough so that's where you lie in the Bournemouth-Burnley match and you've gone with Wilson I think between Wilson, Mane, Salah and Hazard we're bound to rake in a bunch of points James. But that's what we probably taught in game week 31. <laughs> probably, yeah, exactly. Oh, we've all got double fuck, or we've all got ones. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, coming along to the Puck Fathers, um, it was your turn to shoot first, as is always the case when yeah. you don't go first with the hot shots. Yeah, and I thought, uh, you know, I do like that Leicester game against Huddersfield, and a player that's impressed me a lot is uh, Tielemans, mm. which is a player we mentioned earlier. I mean, obviously, I was considering Barnes there as well, who's been playing really, really well, and is another future. He's going to be a good Premier League player in a few years' time. You know, I just think he needs a couple more seasons to get more consistent and get more attacking returns. Mm. But uh, he's been impressive. But I've been m- more impressed with T-Elements, um, purely because he's doing so well in my draft team. And as I mentioned, five attacking returns in the last five weeks. So yeah. he's Not- still criminally under-owned. Nothing wrong with that pick. Great, uh, great shout. I think he is definitely on for something. And I have basically, like you spoke of rebuttals, I've... You know, I've countered your Wilson of of the of the uh, hot shots pick with who I think you know Ashley Barnes. I think he's actually someone who can 
who can maybe do what you're suggesting Wilson Wilson can do. Yeah. I think I'm taking a bit of a punt. I totally agree. Bournemouth are much stronger at home, but I feel like Burnley have a shit ton more to play for, and you know that could be the reason you're seeing yeah. uh, Bournemouth lose at the weekend because I'm not entirely convinced that they were played off the park by Leicester. No, I uh, I like that logic as well at this time of the season when yeah. when there's teams that have nothing to play for and even Man United or any teams up in the top six when they're playing who looks like uh, like oh they're playing they're playing Burnley or they're playing Southampton or Cardiff those are tough games this time of the year because those yeah. teams are scrapping for their lives yeah. which is why every single player you know stepping onto that pitch is coming out there willing to give it everything yeah which is why that Liverpool Southampton game this week is not going to be an easy one but I think if there's going to be a breakthrough you know obviously you're going to back Salah and Manny yeah. um, to score because those guys are just you know proven pedigree yeah and I mean you talk about Southampton having something to play for it's not like Liverpool have nothing to play for they're fighting to win and, yeah that's league. true that's, that's true, a big that's thing true. You know but I mean? Burnley are fighting for their lives so if they do get something out of that game there's a really good chance Barnes is going to be involved and as you say he sometimes takes set pieces there as well like penalties he does he does and before we wrap it up like this game week has been full of chip talk free hits triple captains not so many bench boosts. I actually didn't see a whole lot of them around the place. But, um, no, not a whole lot. No. But we just thought we'd share some statistics. And I'm going to let my stats man over here shout him out. In regards to how the triple shits... Uh, triple shits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. It was, a, it was a free shit week. It was a free it? shit week, yeah. No, it wasn't. I'm happy with my free hit week. No, I, saw, I saw a lot of people <laughs> saying, I was like, oh, I hate my free shit instead of free hit. Oh, that's good. I like it. I actually didn't do it in my head intentionally. <laughs> but, as we were saying, free hits wise, Seamus, hit me with some stats. Well, it felt like everyone was free hitting this week. So, we're, we probably spent a lot of this podcast talking about, oh, we're all on free hits. There wasn't that many no. in the end. Um, according to uh, the statistics out there, only 3.92% of the overall game played it. Four percent. Fuck off. Yeah, about four percent. About quarter of a million. Two hundred and fifty in the end. What what actually gets me there? And I mean, that, right. well, I'm sure they are. You're a professional mathematician. No, that's totally wrong. Twenty four. Yeah. Can we just accept that you're wrong and right at the same time? Three by nine percent. Hang on, let's do a simple maths here. So, <sighs> what's one percent of six million? You asking me this live on air? Sixty thousand. Yeah, yeah, that is right. That is right. Okay. About two two hundred forty thousand. I'm going to as I said all along I just accept whatever you say as gospel when it comes to numbers but the point I was trying to make with this is like 4% I as you said we it felt like you know this, this was the be all end all yeah. free hit fucking week baby but no you look at the fucking numbers and it's none there was no one if you look at our mini league if you look at many of the mini leagues we're in no one was playing it and you know you had people out there who they might not be playing their free hit, but they were playing their triple captain. We talked it was about a lot more tricks. playing the triple captain. That's the thing. There was nearly, what, over two and a half times the amount of people playing? Yeah, there was about 10.8% of uh, overall players played their triple captain. So, yeah, you can't, you can't play them both. So, those people who didn't play their free hit probably were expecting that others were going to be playing theirs. They may have used ours in like, mm. Game Week 31 or have plans for Game Week 33. Might have had a nice looking team for 32 already, but they might have had Sterling and Aguero and might have had to felt they had to play it you gotta you gotta so, you gotta think that Aguero and Sterling were of the vast majority of those triple captains yeah I'm I, sure there was your hazard I didn't have Aguero or Sterling in my team in the build up to this so I was really desperate to get them in but if you had them in 
be a, I would have been very tempted to play my triple captain yeah. and just use maybe a couple of hits there. I've seen some people take some really successful hits this week, go minus four, minus eight, um, not use a triple uh, free hit, but successfully use a triple captain to get thirty points for Aguero, um, and then end up both like you know ninety hundred points. Yeah, I've seen a few of those teams. I'm the same, and I've seen a lot of people that triple captain end up around the same points as me, even though I free hit. And it's yeah. like you know what I'm looking back. I actually haven't looked at what could have happened because I made a couple of decisions there, maybe two or three game weeks ago where I decided I was going to be free hitting in game week uh, 32 as opposed to you know triple captain, which was kind of in the back of my head as well. Yeah. And you know I haven't actually looked at the scores, but I figure it would have been you know six of one half dozen other. Yeah, it's just a cautionary tale. I mean, you'll see a lot of people going, you know don't get this player in he's too template everyone's using their free hit everyone's got him in if only 3.92% of players are playing it it means yeah only the top players are playing it what do we say that's overall mm, I think that's in, overall I think in the um, the top 10k it was much higher it was over 40% I don't have the stats here in front of me now because I moved off the page but it was over 40-50% to 50% of managers use their free hit chips so it was in the top echelons where people were using it that's where you're going to see the big rank and you'll see the average score Overall, it seems to be about 73 points. Yeah. Um, but in the top 10K, it's closer to 89 points. So, so that's the reason why you've got a red arrow, because up in the top 100K, it's in the mid-80s. I, I'm really glad we're going to end the podcast on why I got a red arrow. Just, I, just in case <laughs> it wasn't mentioned earlier, you yeah, have a red arrow. I have a red arrow. Of yeah, five, yeah. 600 places. 600 places. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a, a perfect point, you know, to leave it there's a better point to leave it on do you want to shout it out if it's not better you're going to look like a fool okay well don't forget the game week deadline this week is on Friday oh, that's a good point that's a good point see I'll yeah well you see I think a part of me wants everyone to forget and <laughs> uh, then I'll get my green arrow and I'll just eat them all up but yeah, yeah you're right Liverpool Southampton Friday night get your fucking teams ready if you're consuming your podcast on Friday afternoon you have less time than you think you Make do. sure Liverpool are playing as you said. Was it who are the players? Southampton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the Friday game, and uh, yeah, the deadline is going to be I suppose what six forty-five, six thirty, uh, something around then around six thirty, six forty-five. I haven't checked, but get your teams done. Yeah, no. If it is Friday, pull your goddamn jocks up back from your ankles and fucking fix your team. Yeah, there's not actually a whole lot of turnaround time for people to check out the pod, but uh, yeah, it'll be available up all weekend, guys. You can uh. check it out yeah for sure and we will leave it there and if anyone wants to shout out to us you can hit us on twitter at FBL Hangover. you can also send us an email at fblhangover at gmail.com um, Seamus you are constantly abusing people online and your twitter handle is I'm at FPL Drunk and I uh, surpassed a thousand uh, followers Yay! today oh I wanted to bring that up I'm so glad you did actually yeah you brought up my birthday, which I was definitely going to bring up in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring up your, you know, 1,000 uh, Twitter subscription plus thing, whatever the fuck you call it. Followers. Followers. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to uh, Max uh, there at FPL. Oh, yeah. Uh, Max, yeah. too. He, um, he, uh, was, he did what I didn't want to do and just uh, beg for followers. For I, assume you pay, <laughs> I assume you paid him off. I'm gonna pay him back in thanks uh, on this podcast now. Yeah. Anyway, and outside, he, he, outside of that bank, he said uh, he said some nice words about our podcast. Well, he said, uh, yeah, but you can't trust anybody with an Everton player in their avatar. You know that. Yeah, who's he have Richardson? Uh, I think it's Dean. You know, it's Dean. He used to have Richardson. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Either way, <laughs> sidetracked, <laughs> sidetracked. Cheers, Max. We, yeah, we will leave it there. I'm gonna say good night to everyone.
Yeah, good night guys. May your hours be green for game week 33. And God bless.